This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Five. Welcome to Four One. <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh when you say that. <laughs> you sound like a broadcaster, and we are live. That's right. Yes. Welcome to Force of Light Entertainment. I'm your host Michelle, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my sister, Natalie. <laughs> do, you have, do you have to think about it, Shelley? <laughs> no, I was thinking about saying Baby Yoda, but then I, I went with you. Well, he can be our co-co-host. He is our co-co-host. He's the today. other other co-host. He is. He's the other other part of Force of Light Entertainment. And this is episode 54 for those of you listening on podcast or for those of you watching on YouTube. And I see you guys in the chat already. We appreciate you guys showing yes, up in do, the chat. Always. So those of you listening again on podcast, we are just doing the one episode. So you will be hearing our interactions. So that's just so FYI to, to those of you. So that are listening on podcast. And also, if you are, we've got new listeners, I've noticed, from other countries and places on podcasts. Uh, also, if you're listening on podcast, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe to it because we do additional YouTube uh, content and you can also join in the chat when we do live shows. I mean, if you want to watch this duo yeah, and, uh, and interact, we would love to have you. Yes, yeah, either way. And if you have just found us as I see, let's see... Where is he? I see in the chat. There's some. There we go. The review basement. I know they just found us on YouTube. And hello to you. And thank you hello. for subscribing. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, but if you've just found us, uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and give, smash that like button. Yes, and for everyone in the chat or watching, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. But we will go ahead and begin today. And let's see. Let me go ahead and say. Let's do a roll call and say hello to everyone here today. We got uh, Kilo Customs. Hello. How Hello. are you? We got our boy Bob is hey, in the Bob. house. Hello, Bob. Always RF- good to see you. RFB is in the house. Hey, RFB. Any World But Ours is in the house. And we will be on his show tomorrow uh, talking Star Wars and all things Mandalorian. So definitely check us out there. Definitely. And I believe you can put, I believe that would be, I believe it's 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I got to do the math. I, I've been busy with other things. But I will guys, let you guys know on Twitter. Uh, but we will be on with him. And let's see. Who else we got? We Just got, go ahead and subscribe to his channel. Yes. Go at. ahead and subscribe to uh, Any World But Ours. Go ahead and subscribe to his channel. And you can see us tomorrow on his show. We've got the Review Basement. And again, thank you for subscribing to us. We appreciate you joining the chat. How awesome oh, for yes. to be here. And Cat, hello, Vader girl. We love Cat. And we've got Blue Harvest Vintage Toys. And su- subscribe to them also. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, another great channel. We got Bubba's Toy Box. Hello. How are you? I believe you, yeah, you you have a channel, I believe, too. Uh, sorry, guys, I, I, we kind of got going late, so if I miss someone who has a YouTube channel, just put it in the chat, yeah. because check out all these awesome channels. And Self-promotion is not a crime here. No, gosh, no. In fact, We that, encourage it. That's one of the things I love about this community, is we're all so supportive, and you guys are so supportive, yes. and we appreciate that, and we want to support so you guys, too. So we want to shout too. you out, too. Yes, definitely. But that's our quick little roll call for now of who's in the chat. And I'm sure more will come in as we get going. But, okay, guys, so it's time to talk The Mandalorian. So, of course, we will be talking today, Chapter 14 of The Mandalorian, titled The Tragedy. So, join the conversation, and let's talk The Mandalorian. Dun-dun-dun-dun. So... So what we'll do is always we'll give you like our, our, our original sound effects. We'll give you our initial thoughts on the Mandalorian. And Natalie, what were your initial thoughts? That it was a dang good episode. Yeah, it was a dang good episode. So good. You know, I, I was like, man, this might be my favorite so far. And then this this is how we add side effects. Can you guys hear our, our Mando? There we go. But you can keep talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a great episode. Of course, towards the end, I got a little, uh, little, a little sad. Emotional. A little, little sad. It's my baby right there. Um, <laughs> you know, seeing him in the little cuffs got me. But uh, but it was a great episode, and I know it's a good setup episode. It was. So my initial thoughts is, um, 
Wow. Just that they, this episode. Dang. Yeah, I mean, for starters, I do want to say that I called this last week. So our our maybe possibilities are becoming, I mean, accurate here. They're becoming a very real thing. Yes. I mean, I called it that I said I believe that Baby Yoda or Grogu would be uh, captured by Moth Gideon in this episode. And, of course, sadly, that was one of the tragedies of this episode. There are multiple tragedies. Shall I give that prediction five hoots? Yeah. Yes. That. So, um, so that happened. But, yes, I, this episode, what I was going to say, is what this season has not yet let me down. No. Uh, after just a phenomenal episode, the last episode with Ahsoka, we come back and it was just another wow I I mean, they did it again, and it just feels like every week... Oops, they did it again. I mean, it just feels like every week when you think, okay, well, they're going to have to have a lull at some point, they don't. And it's just, it's phenomenal. And hello to Michael Campbell in the chat. Hey, Michael! (laughs) But I mean, that's... that's, And and that's kind of what I thought after the first, like, few episodes. I I thought, uh, well, when Bo-Katan, I thought from here on out, it's kind of going to like, keep progressing a little more rapidly. And I think that's pretty much what's happened. Yeah. And, I mean, I but I was still kind of expecting a big drop-off from the last week. Not big drop-off, but a little bit. And it's just like... But no. No. Like, it's just... And this, when I, when we, whenever the Mandalorians finish, we'll go and rate the episodes. We'll do a little, epi- uh, a little episode doing that. Yes. This one won't go down as my favorite. But, I mean, my gosh, it was so good. So like, good. And that's what, it's like, I feel like we're going to give every episode five stars. That's our five hoots. That's why <laughs> we're going to have to do a rating at the end where we can kind of judge them with each other. Yes. Because every week, it's just like, wow. It kind of stands on its own as it, a great episode. It does. I mean, every week, they just keep making me say, dang, they did it again. Yeah. Oops, they did it again. <laughs> I mean, but it's not oops. I mean, it, it's well thought out and calculated. So I loved it. So we'll get into the episode and I will say this, um, uh, that first scene, uh, this show, and I've said this so many times now, the heartbeat of this show, and that's why eventually we'll probably talk about this in later detail. I, people kind of say, oh, Baby Yoda may go somewhere at some point. I don't think so. Baby, no. Yoda, may, B- Baby Yoda is the co-lead of the show with Mando. Yes. Like they are the lead actors of the show. Or lead actor and lead puppet. Like, you know uh, how they have, you know, backstage for the actors, like, the, the chairs, like, starring? <laughs> it's like Mando and Baby Yodas are together. Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. Yes, and people like Kara and Grief, like, they are the supporting cast. Yes. Like that, but but Baby Yoda is a lead character of the show, and that's why the show fundamentally doesn't work without Baby Yoda at this point. True. It would be like killing Eleven off of Stranger Things. Like you can't, yeah. you can't do it. Or Hopper. Yeah, like they are, which is why they didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they are co-leads of that show, really. Yes. And it's yeah. just you can't do that. So, so with all that being said, the heartbeat of the show is the relationship that we have seen form from the moment Mando put out his finger for for the child to grab a hold of at the end of episode one. It is about their relationship and their bond and Mando becoming this father figure, as Ahsoka said, to the child. And you just so see that in these this kind of slow opening. When I say slow, I don't mean slow. This, this episode was breakneck. I mean, it was 31 minutes long and it moves fast. And you were never bored. No. But they, have, they give some room to breathe in that first scene where you have uh, the child, uh, Grogu, and Mando... And, of course, he, you know, keeps saying his name. And is just having so much fun saying his name. The way he laughs after he says it, just the little reaction he gets. It's cute how it tickles him. It does. Well, and it tickles us every time. Mm. Like, the, <laughs> the sound effect they use for baby o- for, for Grogu when he hears his name. Mm. Like, it's just like, it's, it's pretty hysterical. So cute. And, uh, but anyways, so then when he takes the ball and he practices with him, he says, so now, guys, we do know that Din Farrick is basically like saying, dang it. Like, that's that's pretty yeah, much what it is. Right. And he's like, oh, no, not at you. But it, he realizes, and this is where I'm saying it, there's almost a little sadness. You can hear in his voice, like, he's sad. Like, he, and does he tell him, it's so sweet, he's like, you're, you're special, kid, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
And but he's telling them like you need training and basically like I can't do that for you. Or he says like I'm not you know I'm not powerful enough. Or, or yes, it's not, and you know. And I told Michelle and when he's talking to him in that scene about like what's gonna happen, I kind of got the sense it's more like he was talking to himself, like comforting himself, like you know you, you need to. That's what I promised, and you need to go there, and they can train you and stuff. And I just I felt for Mando because I felt like you know he was trying to comfort himself, like he was I, trying to make that detachment, like I'm gonna have to let you go. Yes, and like like because he's trying to do right by the child, right? Um, but he's he's attached, yeah. like he's attached as much as the child is. They're, right. As I and I said this in a tweet, and I'm gonna say this again. Uh, we'll get into it later. But I truly believe, and especially last, that's why last week's episode was so magical. It's like, and I, I believe Ahsoka knew this. She saw this. Um, I believe that it was the will of the Force that Mando found the child. Like, like truly, we see that in Star Wars, that there is this cosmic will of the Force. And I believe, or even the way Finn says to Rey, the Force brought us together. Like, yeah. I believe the Force brought these two together, and they will remain ultimately together. Yeah. But that opening scene was just so sweet. And, of course, they arrive at, which I did not call this right. I was shocked. Were you guys shocked that they went to Tython, or I believe that's how you say it, this planet where this Jedi temple is? I was kind of shocked they went there in this episode. Uh, you know, they moved in pretty quick and they went did. there. He went like right to the plan. Yes. Like I, it, that's kind of, so this episode kind of breaks from the way these episodes have gone. And then another way it does that is oh, good point. Ma- Mando doesn't have to do something to get something. It's more like, like somebody <laughs> yes. helps him and it's like, I'm going to see this through the end with you. Yeah. And it's like, finally that Mando, yeah. <laughs> Mando gets some help. Throw me into a freaking bone here. <laughs> yes. And hello to, uh, Darth one. Hello. Yes. How, how are you guys? Uh, but, but yes, yeah, so that, that was kind of a break of our, which was nice. It's nice to break up the routine of a, a season or so. And I love, and it's not really done in a Han Solo way, but I love the way Mando refers to things of the Force. Like, he's, he he's literally kinda, says, the magic rock. <laughs> right? And he's like, don't you want to learn some more of that, you know, Force stuff? Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's not said like Han Solo in a demeaning, like, oh, I don't believe in that crap type of way. It's more just like, I don't understand it, and like, I'm not trying to. Yeah, like, I don't get this stuff. And, but, but it seems real. Yeah. <laughs> and he says it in the most simple ways. I mean, it's just, it's just, and as our, but yeah. Tython right off the bat. I just, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I mean, it was, it was awesome, really. See, one of the things I liked about this episode, we'll see. Let's see. Is that it didn't make me feel I needed to know anything about yes. Tython before seeing the episode. True. Same for me. And yeah. I, and I think they've done, that's a great point, uh, review base, but I believe they've done such a great point of, they give enough backstory, whether it's Ahsoka, whether it's uh, Bo-Katan or Tython, that, you're filled in. Yeah. Like, you don't have to know any extra material or things like that. Like, they fill you in on each episode, and that's just uh, that's just awesome. So that, I think it makes it work for the people that are well-versed in Star Wars and for the newcomers, which I think there are so many. There to the are tons. Uh, I mean, that have, like, never been into Star Wars. I mean, I was telling Natalie, we saw, of course, that, that Mando is now one of the most streamed shows uh, in yeah. the world. I mean, it's huge. And it got rated, I forget what it was, but it got rated above Avengers and Stranger Things for something else recently. Dang, yeah. Not of, that wasn't streaming, but it was just people's love. I right. mean, it was... I mean, it's up there. And hello to Vader Girls Kids. Hello. Yes. Yes, hello. hello. children. Uh, and welcome welcome to Force of Light Entertainment. Yes. But yeah, that was so awesome that they get there. And just Mando's way of referring, it just makes me laugh. Uh, but I love it. I mean, how can you not? So then, of course, they put him on the rock. Uh, the the magic rock, <laughs> yes, and for lack of a better term, and he's like he's like kind of like do your thing, kid. <laughs> it's yeah, like, kind of like come on, like I don't know something's supposed to happen. Like I don't know what's supposed to do, and <laughs> and then he's just you know grabbing at butterflies and Mando's like <laughs> yes. And do you guys think is there anything to the blue butterflies? I've seen people mentioning that on Twitter. Was it just pretty, or is there something to that? Is there something I don't know of anything with butterflies? So you guys fill me in if that is kind of something. I, I love butterflies. There's one right here. I always say like I don't have any tattoos, but if I ever got one, it would be a butterfly. Our mom's watching. She's like, no. <laughs> no! <laughs> 
<laughs> but I just I love what they represent. But but well, they're pretty. Um. So, anyways, of course, then he begins. I mean, it's like a force shield almost. That's like I guess almost like a a radio that's going out signaling to someone, as Ahsoka had told us would happen. And at which point, and I see you guys in the chat have already been talking about it. I was, this was something, I was beginning to think we wouldn't see Bubba Fett again. I was thinking, okay, well, they just kind of showed him and he maybe will come into play down the road or maybe have his own show. I don't know. And so I was shocked when I saw the Slave One arriving and it was like, Bubba Fett's here. <laughs> like, wow. Like it was another, like, I didn't see that one coming really. I mean, I was just kind of shocked. I think it was a great choice. This is interesting. Uh, RFB says, I've heard the talk that blue butterflies represent rebirth. Well, that, yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. You know, they go from being this caterpillar to being sort of in a dark place, and they emerge something beautiful and different. Michael Campbell says he would have a tattoo that says this is the way. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Depends um, on where you place it. but Yes, that, that is pretty good. I <laughs> uh, guess we were flying. Uh, but but yeah, so so we get Bubba Fett, and that was just kind of like wow. And that's pretty much the rest of this episode is literally just them on this uh, on Tython on this this kind of this mountain and and beautiful scenery. I think yes. Michelle had pointed out, and I was like, that is beautiful. It you know, do you guys know? Did they film that on set, or it kind of just looked like they were out in the mountains of like the hills of like. Almost Malibu or something, yeah. somewhere just in, you know, around Los Angeles with all the beautiful mountains and scenery of California is what it reminded me of, which some people were bothered by that. But I mean, Star Wars has worlds that look like our world. It's so, true. That look like Earth. Yeah. I mean, that didn't bother me at all. I thought it was pretty. You, you guys know I love when things are shot on location. So, yes, me too. So I liked it. Um, so pretty much the rest of this episode is just. Uh, of course, he discovers uh, Bubba Fett, and Bubba Fett wants his armor back. So finally, uh, then, of course, we have the stormtroopers that begin to arrive. Oh, and we find out... Oh, and I will say at first, when he arrived, I'm like, okay, is he going to be a schmuck? Or is he going to be, you know, and it quickly turned to, okay, Bubba Fett is a good character. And then you quickly are like, you know, it was a moment of, you totally redeemed himself. <laughs> he did. And... And that's what I've heard some, oh, let's see, here it is. I've heard some people say this, that it felt lower budget, but to me it didn't because yeah. I love when things feel like well, they're like natural. natural. Yeah. And, and maybe that is a sign of lower budget. I don't know, but to me it worked. I, I really love that about it. Um, oh, we got Salacious Rub is in the house. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah, Bubba Fett was awesome. He was kicking like, butt. freaking awesome. And I will have to say this. I am one of these people, you guys know, I grew up with the OT, and it's, you know, I'm an OT diehard. I never understood the obsession with Bubba Fett. I just didn't. Yeah. I mean, I, same here. I really didn't either. And and I respect everyone who did. Our nephew's obsessed yeah, like, with him. Yeah, like, loves him. Like, that was his favorite character. But I never got it. I never, it's like, well, he says, like, a cup, like, a line. And yeah. that's it. And then he goes out like a punk. Uh, Bubba <laughs> Fett, Bubba Fett, where? And he's gone. Yeah. I just never understood it. And now I understand it. They made me like Bubba Fett. Yeah. Like, that's what this show did. I've never cared about him at all. Right. Which, again, shows us, guys, when we hear rumors of things, sometimes you may hear something and be like, eh, that doesn't really interest me. Everything's about execution. Yeah. Because having Bubba Fett didn't really mean anything to me, like, back when I heard rumors, but the way they executed him in this, this episode, I loved it. Like, you just made me a fan of Bubba Fett. I mean, he was awesome. He was almost like a cool Game of Thrones character in this or something. Like, yeah. just his, his fighting skills when he didn't have his armor. Like, he was just taking them out left and right, like, very skilled fighter. Like, now it makes me feel like, okay, like, this was truly a worthy opponent who who, who uh, captured my beloved Han Solo. Right. Like, this is, I mean, wow. Like, he's he's awesome. Dude's got skills. And then it was nice to have, uh, and again, I said this guy, I said this after the first episode of season one. We are now seeing that there is nothing wasted with Jon Favreau and with Filoni. They yes. don't waste anything. 
So we now see... Everything's going to tie in later somehow. Yes, we now fully see the end of episode five, chapter five. Yes. Where you hear Bubba Fett... Had to wait a while. Yes. But... Walk, we now know it is him walking up to Fennec Shan. Yes. And yes, she is alive. And she added so much to this episode. She's got a new stomach. She's got a new, uh, yes, a new stomach, and, that, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> I hear it's all the rage in Star Wars World to have the... And, and they kind of have almost like a Han Chewy thing now. It's almost like she's yeah. in his service because he saved her life. It's almost right. like, a, uh, like a life debt type thing that they have. So, I mean, that's just cool. And, I, I mean, one of my favorite shots of her, and I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. It reminded me of Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, what's her name? Robin Wright's character. Yes. The way they would almost jump off and slow-mo would, would uh, take a bow and arrow. So she's like, like mid-air jumping and like, you and know, she turns, butt. she turns around into shooting. And it was just an awesome shot. It like was. Awesome action. Shot. Even her having to take off and run as they are blasting her. I mean, and she's amazing. She is. So like, it's just, so you have this crew of bounty hunters now. Yeah. And kind of these misfits in the galaxy, all three of them, and I'm counting Mando in that. Right. Working together. And it was just awesome. It was. And I was even kind of wondering when, uh, after Boba Fett has his awesome scene where he's just taken out. I mean, God, it, it was taking names. Yeah. Like the way the armor did. I mean, just there, you hear the, the helmets being smashed, uh, the stormtrooper helmets and, I will say this, too. Did it remind you guys, I know Rodriguez uh, directed this, um, it actually reminded me when the uh, stormtroopers came off of the, out of their ship, it reminded me of some of the shots that J.J. Abrams would get from the prequels of yeah. them running out of their, their ship. Yes. Like, it, it, it reminded me of that and kind of tied back in visually to the prequel. I mean, not the prequels, the, the sequels for me, at least. But, but yeah, I just thought some of this was awesome. And did you guys catch, I point out to Natalie, the nod when Finnick is able to kick down that rock and the rock begins to roll. Such a nod to Indiana Jones. Uh, you had I to said, love it. I said, you know, those squats were paying off in that moment. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, oh. She's like, quads, don't fail me now. <laughs> She'd been working those quads hard in the gym and it really paid off. It did. So that, that, that worked out good. Um. But yeah, so I thought that was a cool nod to Indiana Jones, of course, a Lucasfilm, uh, a Lucasfilm trilogy or beyond a trilogy series. Uh, so I thought that was cool. Uh, anything else kind of cool stand out to you about all the fighting? And then, of course, I actually was scared, not scared. I actually kind of thought, is Boba Fett like? Is he just gonna go get his armor and leave? Yeah. Like, is he going to not do what he said he was going to do? I really wasn't worried about that at that point. He kind of seemed committed. I mean, he'd already kind of done things he didn't have to do. And Nicole Marie says, yes, I was cheering her on when she was kicking. You were like, come on, push! Yes, push! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Oh, I will say I was laughing. I told Michelle, it's like, so... The thing is rapidly coming, and the guy with the gut, so it's already gotten, like, two, and it's like, how did he think that was going to end for him? He's like, no, I'm just going to keep trying to shoot this rock, and it's like, smash. Yes, I, it, uh, and review based, but I had it picked up on the Indiana Jones reference, but I've always thought Finnick is a Star Wars, uh, Melinda May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and she was one of my favorite characters of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I'm just so, I just think her character's great in this, um... Let's see, Fett, Fett with the, uh, how do I say that name? I'm, I make Natalie read the words that I struggle to. to Gattarefi? I think, I feel like, is that from, uh, I believe you're, yes, okay, I know what you're saying. Okay, I got gotcha. you. It and, took me a second, but I got it. And Michael, I don't know if Baby Yoda's going to go evil. No, we'll talk about that in a minute. We will. Uh, and let's see, Salacious, Roger, or Robert Rodriguez brought the fight uh, choreography, uh, he did. Gosh, I, yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. Incredible. Yeah, fantastic. And this, sh I love this episode. Again, it's short. It's 31 minutes long. It's pretty much all action. Yeah. Besides that kind of soft moment at the beginning. And it's just, it was a fantastic episode. Uh, the different action. And then we get the moment where Boba Fett, you see him look at the ship 
And that's where I was like, is he going to leave him? He goes and gets his armor. Then you get him fully on with his armor. And just like, like, boom, Yes, moments. I mean, such a Western vibe. He's like, if you thought I was was taking names and kicking butt before, watch me now. And then this show has so done a great job of of truly understanding Star Wars humor. Like when, when, when Fett, when he does the little thing down with the ships are going off and then boom. And it takes both of them out, and Mando's like, good shot. He's like, I meant to hit the other one. <laughs> like, like, it got both garbage. <laughs> like, that's just, like, kind of classic, soft, fun uh, Star Wars humor. It really is. Um, oh, another thing I, I pointed out to Michelle, like, upon watching it the first time, um, like, with Mando, when Baby Yoda goes into that state, you know, and he is full-on Zen at that time. Just in, and there's that yeah. sort of like almost like you know definitely like a bubble around him, like a protective whatever. It's like a force shield. It's like okay, the first time, <laughs> and then the second time you got knocked out, and then he's like, but maybe third time's the charm. It's like it's not gonna happen, Mando. Well, you're not getting through that thing. And you do at least, I guess, appreciate as a parent, you yeah, would try it's like anything. He was trying, yeah, d- definitely. But but you were like, dude, you're about to get knocked out a third time. A third time. <laughs> You know, Michelle makes the point, and it's true. It's like you could tell he was kind of hesitant to leave him, but he's like, I'm going to go protect you or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, it's like you knew when he left, like that was setting up for something not good to happen. I mean, have we, we, he, he doesn't know the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi and how he had the high ground guys. You right. don't leave the high ground. Don't ever leave the high ground. <laughs> but he left the high ground. And, one of those show things that you knew as soon as it happened, it was going to come into play. It's just like, I know we always go back to Stranger Things because we love it. It's like in season two when Bob forgets the, the gun. You're yeah. like, he's about to die. When they do like a camera close up, you're like, oh, that's coming into play. Yes. And I felt that way when Mando put down the jetpack and didn't grab it back immediately. Yes. You're like, ooh, like that's going to come into play. Like, yeah. you're like, get the jetpack. <laughs> right. That's going to have consequences. <laughs> yeah. Like you need the jetpack. Um, yes. Let's see. Oh, let's see this. Butterflies are shown as a symbol of the light side of the force, was shown Aww. a few times in the comics. Okay, I love it. that's cool. Makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. So, oh, hello, Red 5 Network. And subscribe to the Red 5 Network yes. for awesome content. And I'm sure it is Ro. Hello, Ro. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, just, just awesome. And yes, make sure to give us la- lovely ladies a thumbs up. Thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. And thank you to RFE for already doing that. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. But yeah, the jetpack was one of those things you're like, oh, like get the jetpack. Because you just knew it was going to yeah. come into play that he didn't have it on. And okay, so sh- shocking moment number one. I was truly surprised when the Slave One appeared and Boba Fett appeared. Uh, shocking thing number two. I uh, agree. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, for those listening, uh, Boba Fett's his knee. Uh, what would you call them? Knee rockets is what knee he said. rockets. Yeah, because my uh, my daughter, she was like, "Did those just come out of his knee?" And I was like, "They did," you know. And she's like, "Well, why?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> Put <laughs> the knee forward and let it go, guys. Some things don't have to have a right. reason. They just look good." Yeah. <laughs> and, and thank you to Ro, or thank you to Ro for emphasis on lovely. We Aww. appreciate that. Um, I love you guys. But, okay, so I was surprised by the slave one. I was surprised that they got to Tython so fast. And then the moment that I'm sure made everyone gasp when they blow up the Razor Crest. I was like, <gasps> it was like a death. <laughs> it, because in, in Star Wars, uh, I mean, think about if the Millennium Falcon would have been blown up, I would have cried. Like, that would be a tragedy. It was. Like, because, truly. Because ships take on a character in yes. Star Wars. And and they're kind of, they're one with their owners. They are. And it's like the Razor Crest to get blown up. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, too, of theories with that or what we think will happen. But I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I mean, crap was really hitting the fan at this point. <laughs> I mean, it was... It's the term I thought of, but you did it better. It was something. Um, he says, stormtroopers, knee rockets, we're out of here. Exactly. <laughs> they, they really God, did. We they were like, that, bye. That, 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 they drew a line with the knee rockets. <laughs> They're like, we'll do anything, uh, but we're gone now. Uh, right. that, that's a little bit too much here. So they were out with that. Um, but so yes, yeah, so then we get the the uh, 
is it the Dark Troopers or Death Troopers? I, I feel like I'm mixing up the ones from Rogue One. But we get them flying down, and it, as, as, as Izzy, her daughter, said, it, she was like, it's very, uh, it's very Marvel-like. And I was yeah. like, it is Iron Man-like. It but is. It whatever. Really, it but, works. But it works, yeah. And anyways, of course, they... Oh, also, too, as soon as uh, Mando left the child, the Force shield goes, and you're like, isn't that Murphy's Law? Like, right. as, as soon as he yeah. walked away... And, and you kind of saw it coming. <laughs> you did. And, of course, they get down, and they're able, as Mando is frantically trying to get up there, and doesn't have that jetpack, <laughs> and they are able to gather right as the child kind of wakes up. They get him. Dark Troopers. Okay, thank you, RFB. And the Dark Troopers get him, and boom, they're off. And, uh, and that shot. It, he, because, it, because he looks down at Mando yeah, like, help me. Oh, it broke my heart. Yes, because Mando can see him with his, of course, his, his all that's going on under that helmet. And his kind of, like, distance vision. And yeah. just for to see the child looking down at him, like, come get me. It was sad. It, it pulled Very. the heartstrings. And, and uh, let's see, someone says... Are you guys talking about, someone brought up that it's kind of like when the DeLorean got uh, messed up in Back to the Future 3. <laughs> gotcha. It, 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 was, it was bad. It was, it was a, like, wow. But anyway, so then you have, you've got Bubba Fett, and I thought it was interesting as he goes up and he says, they're back. And you almost hear this fear in Bubba Fett's voice. Did you catch that? Oh, yeah. Of, like, the Empire. Like, right. Like, they're back. Like, and it kind of made you rethink Bubba Fett. Like I said, this is not a spy stream. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, it was kind of. Not that he would have experience. Yeah. It was just kind of like, I mean, my gosh. Like, it was just, it, it kind of made me understand. It kind of made you think things um, again. As he says, yeah, the Empire's back. Like, maybe Boba Fett didn't have such a cozy relationship with the Empire. Right. Which is kind of how you feel in the original trilogy. Well, and I don't know about his case, but it seems like in these worlds, so many people get employed. Yeah. You know, kind of like Quill described. Yeah. And it's like, they don't want to, but it's kind of like life or death. You know, it's like, that's just, they, they got into something and they have to do it. Well, and this has made me rethink Boba Fett. As I said, I was never a huge fan. It's made me rethink him on multiple levels. Because really, is it any, if it's him finding Han for Vader any different than Mando finding the child for, uh, which we now know are, they are, which he knew were Imperials? Right. Is it any different? No, not really. He just didn't know he was going to be so dang cute. He didn't know that. Yeah, Boba Fett didn't care about Han's looks. But <laughs> I mean, he's so dang cute too. But might not have been as appealing to Boba Fett. Yes. Um. Let's see. No, his relationship was more with Vader, with the Empire as a whole. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But but it did. This whole episode. I mean, it made me like Boba Fett. Uh. So that's kind of how this is going. And of course, so then it was so touching. I love the callbacks as Mando's going through the wreckage of his ship. And he finds the ball. And you're just like, oh, like. Gosh, yeah. Because that ball now is just so, it's just so special between their bond and their relationship. I mean. It's just such a reminder of, like, what was gone. Yes. and I mean, it was literally. And, you know, he's standing in the wreckage of a ship. Like, that's gone. Baby Yoda's gone. Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. More, Again, more often, but. We're, his nickname's Baby Yoda, we'll, so we'll, we'll mix it in. alternate back and forth. But, yeah, it, it just. Uh, Heartbreaking. It was, and Scuba Pete, Scuba Pete's already given it, already given it. Man, five, he, five he's given it six hoots. Are the six? <laughs> I like it. I mean, we can add a hoot here, <laughs> but it was fantastic. Um, how about? Yeah, I thought I thought he did. Robert Rodriguez did a excellent job with this Definitely. episode. Totally, um, fantastic job. And so then, of course, he finds the spear, and and uh, Bubba Fett's like Beskar, and of course, you knew that spear was going to be there. Uh, I mean, my gosh, Beskar withstands everything, anything, yeah, anything and everything. But yeah, that moment again with the ball—it's just—it was one of those soft moments of a callback to when it was him grabbing towards that knob that made him go back for the child in episode yeah. three. So chapter three. So it's just that was touching, and then we hear that. We hear that, uh, which was kind of like, dang, 
where Boba Fett, even Mando kind of thinks, okay, well, thanks for your help. And he's like, no, like I promised you if I got this, this, um, this armor that I would protect the child. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. I it laughed watching it last night again with, with Natalie, uh, Fiddick, Shan, she's kind of like, you, you can see her face. She's yeah, kind of like, crap. Like, oh, gotta <laughs> like, do this now. Yeah. <laughs> like may die, but okay. <laughs> um, but that was cool to kind of see that. I guess he is a man of his word and a man of honor. But I mean, she's cool too. And I think she's yeah, too. I like Kind of like in the moment where, uh, Mando and her are fighting together and he's like, you know, you can get out of here and, and go, you know, and she's like, no, no, I, I made a promise. Yeah. So I, I respect that about her. So it's kind of like honor amongst thieves with all of right. them. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it, it truly is. And just cool scene. So then let's get to that final scene and then we'll talk moving forward. So the final scene of this, we get the evil Moff Gideon and he walks in and the child is just toying with them. I mean, just flinging them, force choking, boom, throwing them. That was a moment I literally clapped and said, yes. You're yes. like, yes, yes, Grogu, fling them. And um, I just thought that was cool. And again, Juan Carlos Esposito, he has to play a character different than he did in Breaking Bad, obviously. We're not, it's two very different shows. And this one, I like how he's so kind of, like, nice and smooth. Yes. I mean, obviously we know he's not nice. He's evil. But it's like he can really pull almost like a charm, you know, out of himself, certainly. Yes. Um, yeah. Played very differently than the Breaking Bad character. Oh, totally. And, and that's what you still see. He's such a good actor that the way he even just kind of is amused with the child, like, let him go. Yeah. Let him fling him. And then, oh, you want this? Like, he's just playing with the child. and he, Like, he's being a jerk, but he does it somehow with such a charming smile, you know? He does it so well that as the viewer, you're like, dang, he's a good villain. Yeah. Like, like, it's so good to have Juan Carlos Esposito in the show. I mean, just fantastic. And let's say this, too. While you are here, uh, give this channel subscribe and remember to find the rest of the Red 5 family. Yes, and yes, no we, need for a shameless plug. Yeah, we yeah. like them. We, uh, and subscribe to Red 5. And yes. check out red5network.com for many different Star Wars and nerd-type podcasts, which we are a proud member of. So, yes, definitely check that out. Um, but, yeah, that was cool. And that, that brings us back to months ago when Juan Carlos Esposito did that interview. And he said that the, the child was very intrigued by the Darksaber. And so that that's kind of interesting. And Natalie, I, I believe I told you this. I told you this after watching chapter five. When when Amanda was sitting there, you want it? Take it. And they've now done that twice because this episode begins that yes. way. Just wait for it. I believe with all my heart, maybe I'm wrong. There's going to be a moment in the probably the last episode where Mando's going to say, like, tell him, like, take it. Like, like yeah. I don't know. I believe that's going to come into play and the child's going to take something. Yes. And maybe the yeah. Darksaber. Yes. But something. And I just think, I think they've now done it twice so in your face. I think there's a reason for it. What are you trying to find? Uh, go up a little bit. I thought there or, was like, let's see. What are we trying to find? Go up a little more. Oh, Vader taught him. So are we saying Vader taught Moff Gideon? Oh, are you trying to say that Anakin taught um, uh, or Vader taught the child? What are we saying? Because here's the thing. With him doing a force choke. Oh, yeah. Or um, Anakin could. Okay, I see. With him doing a force choke, Luke did a force choke. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, to me, like, it's just. And he, and two, he's a child, and his life feels threatened. He's just gonna do whatever he needs to do. Yeah, like I don't see that. Uh, like I think there's a comment, like, and I get what you're saying. Like, Mo, did you see Moff Gideon seem so amused, basically, at the child being evil? But I don't think it's kind of like once again, <laughs> once again, Stranger <laughs> Things. But you know, it's like when they're putting her in the thing, and she, you know, breaks their necks. It's like. I, you know, no, that's not ideal, but I don't think in either case they were trying to be evil. It was truly just like, I feel threatened and I'm reacting to, to the danger and the trauma of the situation. Yes. And I mean, he was, he was in danger and let's see, Red, Red 5 says, was Grogu's dark memories tied to being trained in the dark arts? Hmm. Uh, it is an interesting thought. Uh, but I, I definitely think too, he was just in protective mode. Yeah. And then 
Guys, only the, like these guys are not for me. Only the empire and such a callback to Leia with when they zap him and being in there and <laughs> and it just oh my gosh when he's like you know and then of course his taunting and it with his big smile on his yeah. face and he's like it just makes you so very sleepy <laughs> you know and he's just reaching out trying still trying to get it it's just so cute and sad. And then I told Michelle, you know, like I said earlier, and when he said cuff him, and then he's just laying there pitiful with the little cuffs on, I'm like, my heart can't take it. And that's what I was going to say. Only the Empire has baby handcuffs just, just on demand. Seriously. <laughs> like, they're like, just ready can, for it. Like, how many do you keep of those? <laughs> that's, that's how you know it's the Empire. But as Natalie and I always have random things popping in our heads through, through, while we do these shows, as I was thinking this morning of the show... The song that popped in my head that can kind of relay the end, of how I feel at the end of this episode when Baby Yoda's like, or Grogu is by himself. I just heard, "Hold on, I'm coming. <laughs> Hold on, I'm coming." Because that's basically what is sung. Because yes. Mando is coming for you, Grogu. Yes, absolutely. And, and as we have talked several. Uh, he said, tiny, tiny handcuffs. They were tiny. I mean, how did they have these just ready? <laughs> the cutest baby handcuffs. They were cute. I mean, <laughs> they, they were very cute, cute baby handcuffs. They're going to start selling them so you can put them on your child. <laughs> like, I mean, our, the, the, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's good. <laughs> but Mattel is going to begin to sell the Empire baby hand, uh, Grugu handcuffs. Uh, so that's what's going to happen. But, so then, of course, the episode ends. Uh, we now know that Bubba Fett is going to help him. Oh, and I want to say hi to Mark Shabby Geek. Oh, yes. Hello to Mark Shabby Geek. How are you doing? We know that Mark will dance to that song for us. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yes. Uh, My daughter loves those videos. She literally said, why can't you guys make non bore or make entertaining videos like Mark Shabby Geek? I was like, well, thanks. <laughs> like, thanks, <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> yeah. So she, nonetheless, she appreciates your videos. So she's a fan, Mark Shabby Geek. Um but, but yes, so, so it ends with him going back to Cardoon, who we now see is... A, literally a sheriff for the New Republic. Which I think, again, once again, you saw kind of as a, definitely a possibility when he had laid that card. Yes, and uh, definitely. And so then, so then I love, he, so we now know, again, nothing's wasted. We now know the kind of random episode of ch- of chapter six last, last season, episode six. It is now coming back into play. Because Bill Burr's character is, he now needs him. Yes. And I love how Kara's like, you know, I, I can't really bend the rules now. And then as soon as he says, they have the child, her She's face like, is like, game on. Her face is like, I will cut you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I will murder you. <laughs> All bets are off. Yeah, all bets are off. I mean, she she's, she's going to go after him uh, with them. So saying that, we now lead into... So that's kind of our, our thoughts on this week's episode. Fantastic episode. That's a good point. What they, do you say? They probably, that like they were getting prepared. You know, they'd been after him. For that's true. A while. For those of you listening, he says, I think they had, basi- or you removed it for me to read, but I, I think they had those handcuffs because they've been after Grogu for months and were prepared to deal with him. That's true. Yeah. And let's be real, the. The Empire probably has enslaved babies before. <laughs> probably, sadly so. Uh, they're pretty terrible people. They um, are. But as Any World But Ours says, such an amazing episode. Truly. It, it truly was a great episode. And so that leads us into, okay, so how many hoots do you give this episode? Shout out to Conversations <laughs> podcast, part of the Red Five, for giving us the hoot system. The hoot system. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> Girl, you already know I gave it five yeah, I mean, and I'm starting to feel bad that I'm I'm giving like everyone five hoots, but I mean, I feel like this gets five hoots. I mean, you guys drop in the comment section how many hoots out of five this gives, but I'm going five hoots again. I mean, they're killing the game. They are killing the game. I mean, this season, forget sophomore slump. This has been, as I said, a sophomore bump. Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. I mean, they got a glow up in, in <laughs> their sophomore year. So, Blue Harvest says 10. 
Are we giving it 10 hoots? I mean, we're jumping even beyond five. I mean, five. let's go to infinity and beyond here. Scuba Pete says the season's just kicking butt. It is. I mean, totally. Vader Girl is giving it, she's giving it five hoots. I mean. Totally agree. He said, and a half. Love it. <laughs> a hoot and a half. Five hoots and a half. Yeah, it gets, it gets five hoots. So now we move into our section of maybe next week. Possibly. Possibly on The Mandalorian. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, of course, the obvious here is that they're going to get Mayfield, uh, uh, Bill Burr's character. Yes. So that's going to be the obvious. Will will that happen? As Will that be the full episode, do you think? Or, kind of that mission and maybe something at the end to get to the next one. Or do you, I'm really hoping the first episode was, was like how long? Like 50 minutes? I would love, this was the shortest episode of the season, I would love if the last two episodes are closer to 50 minutes to an hour. Me too. I I really want that because there's just so much we can do here. Yes. And so I I really wish that the first half of next week would be them getting Bill Burr's character, Mayfield, and then the last half would truly begin moving into almost you know, basically a continuous story to the right. rest of the, the season. Yes. Uh, that's what I want to see. And which leads us into, we've said this before, and Red 5 says two a two-part part season fin- finale. That's that's what I want. Yeah. And that's what I think we'll believe in a prison break. We're definitely going to prison break. Yes. Um, he says, a galaxy full of hoots. <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, and Red 5 says each episode, it does just feel like they just keep getting... It's like when you feel like they can't get better, it feels like they just do. They do. I mean, they truly do. Um, yeah, and he says it'll be as long as the story needs it to be. Yeah, and and, and it probably will. I just feel like there's a lot to do yeah. in this last right. this last two episodes. Um, because you've got a, a lot of characters that are going to begin to be a part of it. Because clearly, I believe Cardoon, probably uh, Grief Cargo will be a part of it. And will they figure out who's the spy there? Uh, they possibly can't, but I believe we're going to have them. Of course, we now have, uh, we have Fett and we have, uh, Fennec Shan working with them. And you guys know that, and I believe this could maybe happen the final episode. I definitely believe that, um, we will see Bo-Katan again because again, they had colliding destinies basically without knowing it because she's seeking the dark saber with Moff Gideon. And, of course, he now has to find Moff Gideon for the child. Yes. So I believe Bo-Katan will be in the finale. Uh, maybe she's saved to the final episode. Uh, but I think she'll be in it. And, I mean, it's literally, as I tweeted out, Avengers Assemble! Like That's, that's what I see, <laughs> like, realistically. Like, we're getting a big final two episodes, I believe. Yes. And I don't really, do you guys, I don't really think Ahsoka will be back. I could but see. You never know. I could see it happening. I just, possibly, maybe. Yeah, possibly, maybe. I don't really see it. If I'm, I will be more shocked if she comes back. Now she could, because she could have sensed something through the force. Yeah. Of they need me. Right. And, and come back, but I don't really think she will. But that does leave us to the, this point. The child was in that trance, calling out to a force. You know, a Jedi. For quite a while. So I have to believe someone, it reminds me of Rogue One. You think anyone's listening? Someone was listening. I believe someone got that transmission. And as much as my mind keeps saying, "There's there's no way. There's no way they could bring Luke Skywalker into this. You just never know. It's like he makes the most sense. Yeah. Like he truly does. Like who is the strongest force user in the galaxy at this time, who's the strongest Jedi? I mean, outside of Ahsoka, who is an option, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, this is five years after Return of the Jedi. Come on, Sebastian Stan. And it's just like, but and the reason I say this, every time I think this show won't do something or maybe they can't do that, they keep blowing my mind. <laughs> and they keep exceeding my expectations. So, who heard that transmission and will they show up maybe for a cliffhanger for the end of this season? And Mark Shabby, that's how we, please be Luke. <laughs> I mean, serious. That would just like, be awesome. Just be Luke. I mean, that would just, yeah. what, and someone said Mace Windu, 
and I hear that, I just, I think Luke makes the most sense. And it's just, and someone said Ezra, it could be Ezra. It yeah. just, is Ezra still with Thrawn? Um, is kind of my question with the Ezra thing. Is he tied up with Thrawn still, possibly? Um, <laughs> salacious Rob. A force-sensitive monkey lizard is roaming the galaxy. Now, I think you've nailed it on that. I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I just, I just really... Salacious, your comments sometimes, like there was one a couple weeks ago, Michelle, I put it on the screen and it was like something about... <laughs> Yeah, she was cracking up internally. I was trying not to crack up because I knew she <laughs> <laughs> She's cr- she was cracking up. Um, I cracked up after the show about being the best lover in the cast. Yeah. <laughs> the monkey lizard. And definitely subscribe to Salacious Rum's channel too. <laughs> if you want crazy stuff. <laughs> He's funny. Uh, and Blue Harvest says Ezra will be in Ahsoka series. I definitely believe that. Uh, totally believe that. And anyways... Here's the thing, Luke Skywalker makes sense, and it would be it's so it wouldn't just be fan service, it now fits in the show. Yeah. He makes the most logical sense for right. the show. I mean, what guys, they wouldn't even have to fully have Sebastian Stan or whatever they want to do for that casting. What if the end of this this series ends with us just seeing the black glove? Yeah. And like the green saber gosh, or something. Gosh, yeah. I mean, my gosh, like that would be them upping the ante again. And yes. it would leave us like, <gasps> I mean, yes. that would be incredible. Um, and I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying more and more it makes sense to happen. We want it to happen. We want, And here's the thing. As with Ahsoka, with Bo-Katan, it's not going to, even if Luke Skywalker does appear, it would probably be for one episode and gone. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be like, this is Mando and the child show. It's, right. Nothing's going to overtake that or overshadow it. They just give us these awesome moments that make sense in the course of the show. Yes. Like, Ahsoka is not just thrown in there without making sense. She made sense in this that episode. And if Luke is in it, it will make sense. Like, that's... And to me right now, it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. he, he called out and there's only X amount of people. Of course, Cal from the video game could well, show up. And, and like uh, like she had said, there's not many Jedi out there. No. Not many left. So there's I mean, not. who could it be? So you got Ezra, who I think is tied up with Thrawn, but maybe, maybe he's not anymore. You've got Cal from the video game, who that would make sense because he was trying to find four sensitive kids at the end of that. But you, you also have Luke. And I mean, it just, it makes sense, guys. It makes sense. And and, and, and we somebody, would go crazy. Uh, Kylo Custom Squad could be Ezra because Ahsoka asked where Thrawn was. And that's true. Oh, it definitely can be Ezra. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely an option. I'm just wondering if he's still with Thrawn is, is my thinking on that. Right. But it can be him. And I'm, I'm going to be pumped with any of the options. It's just Luke would be one of those that's like, wow. Like... Yeah. When we all thought this was just kind of a, a small show and then nope. Like, and as, as uh, John Favreau said, like this world's getting bigger. Like, yes. and it's just, it makes sense to me. I like um, it. I, I mean, I personally would just, I think that'd be awesome. And what do you guys think? I don't really know. Does Bubba Fett, I don't know that he needs his own show. I would just love to see him come in time from yeah, time in this show. Float in and out. Yeah. I think that would be fantastic for his character. Uh, and as yes, Luke would definitely be a woe factor. I mean, totally 100%. And that would just, it would just be awesome guys. Let's, let's make it happen. So I definitely believe, uh, he will. So I, uh, guys, I was right. I I said with Charlie's guy, she's like, not to toot my own horn. (laughs) Just, just saying I was right in our discussion. And those of you listening on podcast, check out our discussion with Charlie Skywalker, uh, from last two weeks ago now, where we just kind of theorized, where he was thinking, which I, I thought could be possible, that it would end with the child be taken and being an empire kind of uh, cliffhanger. I said, well, I think they could take him before and then kind of close that. Where, because it just kind of feels like that's more the way the show is. It's yes. very family-friendly. Yeah. Our hearts can't handle the child being with Moff Gideon. I mean, my heart could barely handle it. This episode. But remember, hold on, because Mando's coming. Because he's coming. And and also, as I tweet out, remember that the child is one with the Force. The Force is with him. And the Force will be with him this week Absolutely. as we have to wait to see what happens. Uh, 
And as I said last week, kind of closing thoughts, this now puts the child in awesome uh, company because as I pointed out, let's see, Obi-Wan, uh, let's see, to, what did he say? To make the call? To make Luke happen. Yeah. Make that call. Yeah. We want you to. I mean, I want I want to see Luke happen. But this now puts the child, it now puts the child in um, awesome, it puts him in awesome uh, company. Yes. Obi-Wan was captured. I mean, I feel like, was it Anakin captured at some point? Um, Leia was captured. Luke was captured. Han was captured. Yeah. Ray was captured. Poe was captured. Finn was captured. Chewie was captured. Chewie was captured. I mean, it's like, who was it captured? Yeah. If, if, if you're not captured, you're just a nobody in yeah. Star Wars. Right. So it's like, the child will be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grogu's going to be fine and yes. they're going to get him back and it's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see. What do we, let's see. I can see a way shot, a cloak figure kneeling down and feeling around where the razor crest was, and then quickly's. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. We love. Okay, let me read that out again for the the those listening. He said, uh, or Darth one said, I can see an away shot of a cloaked figure kneeling down and feeling the ground where the razor crest was, and then a quick zoom to a black glove pulling something up and Luke's face. Yes, chilling man, chilling goosebumps. I mean. And wouldn't it be fitting, it would fit in with the sequel trilogy, with The Force Awakens, if they literally leave it on a Luke Skywalker cliffhanger. Yes. That would yeah. be that would be awesome. I mean, it would just, it would be so awesome. So. Love it. But we're definitely, guys, we're in uncharted territory. But don't worry. Uh, Boba Fett and all them, they're going to get the child back. Oh, they are. The child is getting... 100%. And we're going to have an awesome final two episodes, I believe. Um, So this just keeps getting... This season, it's just awesome, guys. And it just keeps getting better and better. Um, Let's see. Hey, ladies. Oh, yes. Hello, uh, Riddles Reviews. Thank you. Thank you for for showing up. Yes. Um, Yes. I mean, it's just awesome episode. And we're, we're in for two awesome final episodes, I believe. But, I mean, isn't it so much fun that this show is just so... It's just bringing back the Star Wars fandom. It's bringing back people that maybe didn't love the sequel trilogy. Um, it's bringing back... It just everyone loves it. And people who didn't even like Star Wars before now like Star Wars. Well, you know that meme? I'm sure you guys have seen it. Something like like Mando's got something on its back and it said, How does it feel to carry all of Star Wars <laughs> On your back. I mean, (laughs) and I just love this show, guys. To me, it's tying in the prequels, originals, and sequel trilogy into the show. Like it's kind of it's adding, it's enhancing all of them somehow. It is. I mean, fantastic. I mean, just awesome show. Fan freaking tastic. Fan freaking tastic. I mean, it just it's awesome. Uh, just incredible. So I'm excited for what's next and can't wait to talk about those with you guys. Uh, well, the next episode next week with you guys. Uh, just just awesome. Any yes. final thoughts, Natalie? Freaking awesome. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. And we want Luke. We do. We, we want Luke. Ignite the green. Yes. Uh, let's bring that hashtag back. I mean, we want Luke. Yes. And, okay, here, I, I want to say this. Uh, for those of you, and I know some of you in the chat, who are not the biggest fans of Luke's portrayal in The Last Jedi. Bringing Luke Skywalker into this, just even for an episode. Yeah. You could literally do for those fans yes. what you just did for Bubba Fett. Right. To where we're like, <gasps> like you just let yeah. him go fully out. Like, just let him, yes. I mean, just go oh, full power. Oh, I totally powered. see what you're saying. Yeah, let him see him, like, in his prime. Like, just, yeah, tearing up the place. I mean, that would just be incredible. Yes. And it would make everyone happy. No one would be not be happy with that because uh, it still fits within the realm of the sequel trilogy. It just would give them what, what, what those people, what they wanted so bad. Let's just and say our brother would be happy. He'd be thrilled. So, yes. and, and there's many that would be. Um, so I just think that would be incredible. But this season, it just keeps getting better. And I believe it's going to ramp up the net, the last two episodes, too. And I'm just waiting for the child to grab the, the Darksaber. I really yes. am. I think it's going to happen. And so, so that's awesome. But that's kind of it for this week's episode of Force of Light Entertainment. And we appreciate you guys joining the conversation. If you're new, go ahead and click that subscribe button for Star Wars content or just entertainment discussions in general. And also give the video a thumbs up. 
and subscribe to our podcast also. And if you want to find us, you can find us at Force of Fight Entertainment on Instagram and Twitter. I am Michelle34Smith on each. Natalie. I am Natalie R. Grace on Twitter and NatLovesBella07 on Instagram. Yes, we appreciate you guys for joining this conversation. And next time, let's talk some more Mandalorian. But before, too, before I close out, we again will be on tomorrow, Any World But Ours, talking Star Wars. And also check out all these lovely channels, Roland's Reviews, so many channels we've mentioned in the chat for you guys to check out. And we appreciate you guys in the chat. Uh, yes, and thank you for the compliments. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, RFB. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you so much. You guys make the chat so thank much you, fun. Thank you, Roland Reviews. I mean, I just, I've gotten to the point, I really like doing live streams. I just, I love interacting with you all. Yes. You know, to me, it's just more fun. Like, because you guys are what makes it awesome. Yes, and I've been thinking, Natalie doesn't know about this. I've been thinking, well, we will always have our one podcast episode a week that we also put on YouTube but I've been thinking we we may need to begin to do like a weekly live episode, no matter what. Yeah. Like about something in entertainment. I don't know. We're, we're thinking about it. We're trying to, to add and do new stuff to the channel. So, but yes. Uh, and thank you, uh, Any World, Any but, World ours. but Ours. We're looking forward to being with you tomorrow. Yes, that will be awesome. So looking forward to that. Thank but, you, Kylo Custom Squad. Yes, thank you guys in the chat, and we will let you guys know we should be having a live stream next week, too, to discuss, I'm sure, another awesome episode that will be coming. And thank you to everyone listening on podcast version. We are all places podcasts are. Thank you very much, Mark Shabby Geek. Um, yes, thank you guys, and we will catch you guys next time. And remember, this, this is, is the way. way. All right, see you guys. Bye, guys.